through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin. 
which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. I want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, 
who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor.
listening to Mutiny Radio. A little bit of Smashing Pumpkins coming your way, then Joanna Bateman giving a call. Exciting, exciting stuff here. Friday night, end of March, MutinyRadio.fm. Joining me right now on the phone, Joanna Bateman. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, what's up, Mutiny? How's it going? Woo! Yeah, that's where the crowd was like, woo! And uh, and I'd be like, yeah, what up, Mission District? And the crowd would go like, woohoo! And I'd be like, yeah, San Francisco, what up? Are you are you not in SF right now? 
Am I? No, I am. I'm in SF. Okay. I would be like, what up, SF? And okay, then sweet. SF crowd would be like, yeah. And then I'd be like, what up, California? <laughs> and then I'd be like, what up, America? And then people would be like, well, not so much. I don't know. I don't know. How are you feeling about the state of things, Pam? How are you? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, uh, no, absolutely nothing's different for me. I mean, I've I've always been poor. The same people still don't have housing in the Tenderloin. I was looking out my window, and there's this guy called Fuck My Life because he always just stares at himself and goes like, Fuck My Life! So I call him yeah. Fuck My Life. And yeah, his whole life there. is exactly the same. Every There is not one thing has changed for him. <laughs> not one thing. So I think it, a lot of it has to do with perspective. Like, Yeah, no, I totally feel that perspective. My life has, my life, you know, my life, I'm kind of a germ freak. So I'm really grateful that, like, everybody's respecting each other's distances. I'm like, this. can you imagine if this had happened? Like, if this had been the response to the Me Too movement, <laughs> like, if after <laughs> Harvey Weinstein got, like, totally tanked and, you know, Louis C.K. and all those guys and freaking everybody. Can you imagine if the next day you went out to go to the grocery and everybody was, like, giving you six feet distance, like, <laughs> and nobody was, like, talking to you who you didn't know and nobody was, like, it would be like, oh my God, like, people get it. Like, respect my face. Like, yeah. I don't want anybody to talk to me right now. So, but there, but then, but then you, then you see, like, grown men in the grocery store with, like, a list and, like, a pencil and they're, like, hyperventilating like they've never done it before in their lives and they're, like, staring at the list and scratching, you know, potato off on the list and they're just, like, barely breathing because they're so just like freaked out that that their caretaker for their children isn't there anymore and that the maid isn't there anymore and they're like ah honey you got a dust like this place is a mess and she's like i don't normally do that we pay somebody to do that and it's like who's walking our dogs i don't know we pay somebody to do that too it's like who's teaching our kids i don't know we pay somebody to do that too like everybody's having to like do this shit that other people do for them. It's like I don't know. I feel like people are really like having to take a real good hard look at their life choices and like face what they've made in their lives. Who's living my life from it right now? Who's living my life? I I pay someone to do that. Exactly. <laughs> so I that I can just watch Netflix. To... No, I'm kidding. I don't want to watch exactly. any Netflix. Yeah, I don't watch any Netflix, but. I'm watching. I'm watching uh, the science of food right now. They just. Ooh. They just. Uh, they just uh, like put uh, breast milk in a in a scientific like breakdown of its elements. Sweet. Broke it down into the fat uh, and the. Twenty two percent fat, baby. Carb. I know. I was like, I want Pam breast milk yeah. with the CB. THCs. Yeah, CBDs, THCs. I mean, so many cannabinoids. So many usable cannabinoids. Yes, yes, yes. So how so, are you? How are you faring? Because obviously I, there's no yoga. I mean, you can yoga in your house. Are you like? Are you like doing live stream yoga on Zoom, like where people are all? There, yes, yes, yes. There are. There, I, I am not. I am not personally doing that, uh, but I did watch my friend because i i'm not a yoga teacher i'm just a checker inner at oh, the studio so my job got shut down real quick 
I got told on, you know, Monday the 16th that we were shutting everything down, and so I filed for unemployment, and I, you know, am uh, cooking and uh, taking care of my uh, my man because oh. he can't go out to eat as much, and, like, so for the first time in our four years, I'm, like, cooking on the regular and, like, enjoying, like, you know, he's eating at home because he was, like, kind of, like, addicted to eating out and stuff, oh. so... That's been an interesting thing, like, figuring out, you know, it's like, yeah, it's been interesting. I've I've enjoyed it, actually. It's been kind of rewarding. It's like, look at my frontiers woman skills coming into play. Like, hell (laughs) yeah. These genes, these farmer genes, these women. I I know how to feed a man. I can keep you full. I feel, I feel... Yeah. I'm hoping it's all, it's worse than we think it is because supposedly we're going to be off all of this on April 7th, and I'm like, no, double down, make it crazier. Let's make this apocalypse roll, man. Let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to the yeah. let's, let's get to the fun part, like the dangerous part. Like when I get to go to get my new house. There's a house. Yeah. There's a house I'm gonna yeah. get. How's my house now? Uh, exactly. Yes. Let's keep this thing rolling just a couple more months. Just like, a couple more on, months. Just this. let everybody get a little more desperate, and then my skills really come to fruition. <laughs> now, yeah. then, then my ability to murder pigeons and eat them is going to, over an open fire, it's really going to yeah, take into effect. Yeah, my ability to, like, skin a trout, you know, what? from my bird bath Hell that I, yeah. like, made from just digging a hole and, like, till, you know, like, I want to, I want to be a bear in the river that all of a sudden gets made because human beings, you know, I don't know. All I know is, Pam, that um, I am, I am actually doing something on the Instagrams that I want to promote to anybody who's listening right now. I'm doing an Instagram live talk show on Monday through Thursday from 12.45 to 1.45 Pacific time. And uh, you can tune in on the live, Instagram live, Joanna. It's going to be called Upbeat with Joanna Bateman. <laughs> and, like, I'd love to, uh, yeah, interview you. You can come. All you have to do is see my little circle on Instagram live, and uh, you can just press request uh, to join my live show. And uh, several comedians are going to be on there, and uh, we're just going to, like, I'm just going to try to have a, creative outlet much uh, much like you have Pam right Sweet. now yeah you're gonna a, ta- a talk show that's great yeah this, yeah a talk this, show with this... like gardening and like crafts and like sure. and comedy at the end and you know like a song and dance portion well Keep I know light. you've got your cooking down now you said you've been practicing the cooking so you've got the whole exactly yeah how to feed your beast how to feed your beast yeah <laughs> I remember your it's, joke when he leaves the house and then you pull your boob out and you're like, and then you get the peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah. So I have that image in my head right now. I'm like, oh, but he's there. Yeah. So it's she's not going to let know. the tentacles out to get the peanut butter exactly, jar. Exactly, exactly. Now it, I feel more like, I feel less like a girlfriend and more like a lieutenant <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, you're on I the same army. Feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm like, what is it today, Sarge? Like, what do you need? <laughs> what is it that we need today? Oh, that's very like, sweet. 
So you're like yeah, Team Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, we're Team Apocalypse. Uh, we went to the track today, the Kizar Stadium track. Oh. And uh, that was a little risky because you can't really stay six feet apart all the time because if you pass somebody or if you get passed on the track, like they're close to you. Well, also, and then, if you're running, you probably aren't going to have a respiratory. I mean, the people that are out running probably saying. aren't sick because it's that's a respiratory disease and you're running. Yeah. So I think yeah, you're fine. I, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but then there was orders today saying, that uh, they're advising you, the city of San Francisco is advising to not go anywhere that isn't walking distance from your house. But everything is walking distance in San Francisco. It's seven by seven. Exactly. Boom. That's there like, you go, Pam. I've been walking every day from the Tenderloin here to the Mission to the station because I want mm-hmm. exercise. I'm not just going to sit on my ass all day. Like Exactly. It, it's like two miles. Come on. It, yeah. No big deal. But I don't. I don't want to become deal. sedentary either. I'm trying to walk every day, because yeah, exactly. And I'm because it's so easy to fall into. You. What was that? I said you have to stay strong. You have, yeah, you have to keep your body moving. Yeah. Well, you don't want to fall into patterns of like waking up super late. Like, I mean, okay. So I haven't been. I haven't been drinking that much. And usually in a crisis like this, I'd be like, I'm gonna be drunk all the time. And I, right. I haven't been, but yeah, gotta stay healthy. Well, like wake up in the morning. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, like so push ups, drink would, a smoothie, yeah. fucking. Exactly. Yes. Now's the time to optimize your health, and it's like you're doing everything because you're choosing to do it. It's kind of liberating in some form. Like everything you do right now is a choice that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, read read a book. Oh my God, isn't that fun? And people are like, oh, I just yeah. don't have any time to read. It's like actually now is a great time. You got time. <laughs> get a cat. Sam, was... what's your book rec? What's your book recommendation? Right oh now? well, any... you know the easiest the easiest go to for me for anything is always Stephen King. He's such a great and just incredible writer, and he has such a breadth of work that you can get anything. Like, I I mean I'm just about to reread the Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon only because I just saw it on my shelf like yesterday. It's like oh I love and I haven't read it again like this year, and I love 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 it's a deep cut from Stephen King it's about an 11 year old girl who gets lost in the forest and there's a bear but is a bear real and is she sick and what's going on and oh it's so crazy it's such a good book and and he, oh my god it yeah. sounds awesome and she's like and that he's an old well Stephen King's not like an old man but he's but to do a first person narrative from the eyes of an 11 year old girl and make it fucking believe like make me be like yeah like I'm I'm in. That's a talent. Right. So he can do no wrong in my eyes. But uh, there's also like super fluffy fun stuff. I don't know if anybody's ever read um, the Divergence series. Uh, There's four of them. And it is fluffy and fun. And you could just zip through. It's like TV in your head. And it's it's great, the Divergence series. I know that they made a movie out of it or whatever. But fuck the movie. Don't watch the movie. Read the books. Read the book, Divergent yeah. Series. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's yeah. Do it's in it. post-apocalyptic um, Chicago. And oh, great. Yeah, That's it's... where Chicago is right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, you, but you've been you've been creative. You've got your show coming up. You've been... I've got my show coming up. I've been in, I've been weeding. I've been weeding the, the, the clovers that come up 
around where I live and just taking care of, like, the earth um, outside of my immediate housing. And um, I filed for unemployment. I look forward to receiving my check. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's like Andrew Wang, his, like, dream is coming true right now. Right. Like, who knew it had to come to a pandemic to get, you know, everybody paid some money. So... Yeah, we'll see. I've got some we'll grants see. in the. I've got some grants in the works for because I don't. I don't have any. I can't get any unemployment. That doesn't work you for can't? me. Can't not from your bar. Well, well, I don't. I only work one day a week there, so it's just not even Aww. worth it to like fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. To, for them to give me thirty bucks and then take half of it or whatever and ta- It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense like yeah. at all. So I'm just yeah. not. In, doing that you're getting the grants you're getting those artist grants yeah i'm trying because the station there's just no income here and uh yeah absolutely i am like ah but if everything you know what everything will work out i'm not i'm honestly not afraid and i've never this isn't this apocalypse has been hella fun i've never had more fun i've been creative i've been writing i've been everything's been great like yeah it's like the quarantine is like a residency of some kind right uh, yeah, yeah. It, it really. I it mean, is. I feel take. I feel like as long as I'm taking care of, you know, myself and the people like around me and like checking in. And this has been really great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're Sam. amazing. Thanks for being there. Well, you can call being anytime too. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. But I'm still here for all the open mics I was running. It's just that I ask people to call in or I just play music. And sometimes I yeah. talk because I feel like I need to talk. And sometimes I yeah. play. Sometimes I play mute. Sometimes I play like the news of what's going on. But I feel like there's. I don't know what information's coming out. It, it's it's spooky, and I feel like I'm in a movie. And I know that yeah. I'm not because. Yeah. Because this it, the not. matrix is cooler. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the outfits, like my outfits, would be better if this was a movie. I yeah. feel like I feel it like my makeup would be. Someone yeah. would be doing it's my hair. Weird. It would be fluffier. Something. So I know it's not a yeah. movie, but I really feel like it feels like a movie. Like all bets are off. Burn it down. Like what's going on? It's. But I also know. people are really being calm about it, and like, I don't. We have to be. We have to. Be. You have to remain calm. That is like I think that's like the female energy right now. Like what I was describing to my friend, I was like, it's like society had been going to like, and I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, fitness company, this exercise uh, like fitness company called Orange Theory Fitness. Mm. It's just like everything in the store is orange. They play really, really loud music. It's high intensity circuit training. And you're like, your blood is like hooked up to some machine and everybody in the whole workout room can see like your heart rate and your your the goal of the whole like hour and a half that you're in there is to keep your heart rate in the orange zone Whoa. and it's like insane it's insane workouts it's it's ludicrous people who take these classes but i know that i know people who do and um it's as though society has been going to these orange theory fitness classes for like a you know 50 year period and we've just been speeding up and speeding up and speeding up and then this just caused everybody to, like, stop going to their Orange Theory, theory fitness classes and, like, a mandatory restorative skin yoga class <laughs> was, like, placed upon you. And it's, like, everybody's, like, 
forced to like have a sandbag over their like genitals and like a bolster underneath their knees and like forehead and like they're just like wrapped in blankets and it's just like it's a very in energy that's just like make you have and you have to surrender to it and try to be in a state of calm because if you're not then you're stuck in this i mean i mean it's it's crazy like it's just crazy like we're we're not a country that's used to being restricted right we're not a country that's used to thinking about others we're not a country that's used to thinking about other people's health and and the the immediate like repercussions of your actions like we are not a people that think like this right and so like to have to stand six feet apart in line at a grocery store just to get into the grocery store is like so un-american like we aren't used to getting what we want when we want it and moving at this accelerated the, you know the thing money is grabbing pace it seems so dumb to me though that they keep us at six feet distance outside and then you go in and everyone's touching everything anyway like I mean, yeah. everywhere we go, like, all of this distancing stuff is, like, it, if it's going to travel, it's going to travel. Like, if you have it and you go into a store, everything you touch now has it, right? Like, Yeah, but, I, yo, I'm wearing those gloves. Okay. I'm wearing those gloves. I've got gloves on my hands. I'm not touching. And when I, and I, I come home and I, I spray everything down, I, like, experience <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I'm scared of this, like, this thing you, you know, that's, like, traveling. The only thing I'm scared, I'm not scared of getting it. I'm scared of being a vector for it because other people will shame me. My fear with it uh, isn't about getting sick. I'm 45 and I ain't going to get sick. I'm going to be fine when I get it, when everyone gets it or whatever, the cold or whatever it is that we all get. Right, I'm going to be fine. Right. I'm in good shape. I haven't been drinking that much lately. My body's great. I'm eating well. I'm, yeah. I don't have respiratory issues. I don't have yeah. any high blood pressure. I have really low breath. I mean, I'm healthy. So yeah. I'm not worried about me getting sick myself. I'm worried that if someone, if, if I am a people, carrier, yes. that they could be like, yes. now you're in the FEMA camp. And somehow that, yes. because I do live in a fantasy world and a movie really in my head, I'm like, oh my God. If I got sick, what what are they going to do with the people that are sick? Are they just going to take away their civil liberties and be like, okay, now you're over here. Now you have to live here or you have to stay even the here. people that are well, Pam, even if you're in Los Angeles, the Mercy, the U.S. Navy Mercy ship that came into the port of Los Angeles, they're moving the non-COVID-19 patients onto the Mercy Navy ship. Whoa. So that they can have room for the COVID patients in the hospital. So wow. how would that feel? You're in the hospital, not for anything scary. Like maybe it's scary, but it's like not COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden they're moving you onto a fucking baby ship hospital. I was just <laughs> like, thinking about that. Like um, I was that's cutting. What's happening right now. I, I was Some cutting. Guy who just had a heart attack and was being moved onto the Navy ship hospital. Or the like, I was I was cutting something with a knife, and I thought, oh my God, don't cut yourself, don't cut yourself at any time, because if you actually do cut yourself, yes. you can't go to the hospital to get yes. stitches. Yes. Don't hurt yourself. Don't trip. Don't yes. skateboard. Don't fall off anything. I know. Don't. It's the time to be very don't get, cautious. Yeah, be cautious. Because if you did, because yeah. I was thinking about that, I was cutting something with a knife, and I was like, sharpen oh. your knives. Yeah. Sharpen your knives. Like if I cut but my hand really badly, knife is gonna cut you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to the hospital. I'd super glue it. 
be like, fuck I it. Know. I've been nicking myself. My hands are all nicked because I've been so nervous. I like mm. been nervously like chopping carrots and like nicking my knuckles and like I tried to open a takeout carrier. I was my boyfriend went and got out like got to go from a Thai restaurant and I was so like nervous when I was opening up the to go container that I like sliced my pointer finger in the container on the plastic oh my god yeah yeah on the plastic i sliced my finger open from a plastic container because i was just like nervously opening my to-go food because i was like oh my god yeah i feel like people are like if you don't have a practice to like keep your uh your stress down it's not like we and 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 in some ways this like stay at home it's like and for some people, like, staying at home is fine. You have a partner that you respect, that respects you, that's, like, nice to you. But, like, you know, some people are not as lucky and not in such, like, environments that are conducive to a calm, stress-free zone. And right. It's like, oh, that's not very comedic. This isn't very no, no, funny. hey, it doesn't. It's so hard. We did a, we did a Zoom thing tonight. It is so it's weird so to, to try to right do now. comedy for people on a video. It is so antithetical to anything that I'm used to. I did it anyway, but still. Yeah, ugh. that's good practice. That's I good practice. Guess. Like, look at me perform in front of a camera. What would I do? I feel like it's. I'm. I feel like it's. I know. Like I feel like I was in junior high again, auditioning for the for the Disney Channel or something, <laughs> where I like had a VHS thing and I'd like press play and run around to the side and be like, "Hey Disney, I want to be on your show." And then like, you know, sing a little song and do a little dance. Felt I like know. that. Yeah. Felt like that. I'm watching now on the PBS Science uh, Food Science Show. They're they're literally showing like. This has been like five minutes of this man milking a cow. Oh, like I'm looking yeah. at cow nips. Ooh, long and weird. I feel bad for the cows, yo. Does that feel good to them? Like, do they wish it was a baby milk, like eating them, or do they like the male hands? That's a good question. They have to uh, roll down. You know, cows, seeing a cow nipple like that makes me feel just so much better about my own nipples because I feel like they're so big. But not yeah, as, but but then in comp- perspective, you know, when you look at a cow's udder, which has like four That's weird nipply appendages, exactly. like mine are fine. They're fine. Yeah, yours are fine. They're fine. I was watching The Godfather last night. The and, Godfather, uh, which you know, one? The Godfather, the first one. Oh, good. And I was looking at the girl who he marries, the like Italian girl. She's very young. <laughs> And she shows her full breasts, and her breasts look to be about 15 years old. Oh. <laughs> she was very young, that actress, whoever she was. She was young. Well, boobs. Everyone loves boobs. You know, boobs. I think, this is a strange theory, and it, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but I did learn it in a gender studies class in, like, the 90s, so I sort of believe it. But that women have more of a propensity to be bi because we are able to birth children and they can suckle and we can love them. You can love a boy and a girl equally because you're able to care for them and literally like feed them. So you can create an intimate connection with both men and women. With both genders. With both genders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. My buy is made sense by that. I feel that. 
<laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other? Would you, uh, uh, tell everybody again about your Instagram, 1245 to 145. 1245 to 145 Pacific. Monday um, through yeah, Thursday. Monday through Thursday. Because I'm predicting we don't go to a five-day work week after this. Like, I hope after this is all said and done, whenever we do get back to normal, it will never be normal again to go Monday through Friday work week. I think we're going to do Monday through Thursday. That's my hope. That's my dream. Sure. That we cut it down. Because, like, I don't think we're needed to work as much as we were working. <laughs> like, I don't oh, think I agree we're with needed that. to work that much. I right mean, now, so much is automated. I don't think we need to do it. So I'm doing Monday through Thursday, 12:45 to 1:45 on Instagram. My handle is Joanna Batemans. That's J-O-A-N-N-A-B-A-T-E-M-A-N-S. Joanna Batemans Instagram. And uh, on Monday, I've got comedian Marcus Howard. Oh right, he's hilarious. Guest. He's hilarious. He's so funny. And I also have this woman from Los Angeles. She's like a Reiki healer. And we're going to talk about, like, intentions and, like, the shadow side of this current moment. Wow. Like, the power of our words and just setting some intentions for the week of, like, what I want my my show to be, which is a place of connection and lightheartedness and, like, Positivity and, and just like fuck it, like this is the entertainment wild wild west now. Like everything is shut down, people aren't together. Like everybody's at home staring at their phones. So I'm trying to like be on that. Yeah, hell yeah. Catch it while it's hot, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, anyways, that's my thing. But Pam, I love you so oh, much. Oh, Trina, you're Thanks the for best. Having me on. Yeah, thank you for calling in to Mutiny Radio. We're still here. You can, radio. you can stream us all the time. Get our app. And uh, thank you again, Joanna Bateman, for calling in. Yay! Bye-bye. All right, bye. Yay, love you, bye. Yay. Yay. Uh, yes, you can. You can, uh, you can get our app. That's what you can do. You can stream us live. It's uh, free on your iPhone. You could also listen on your Samsung or whatever else to mutinyradio.fm if you're listening now. Or maybe you're listening to this later. I'm going to move some things over to the night playlist. So, yeah, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It seems like it's no longer, doesn't it? It's kind of sad uh, that we don't have comedians for you. Sorry. But I will put on some lovely, most likely, flat black plastic. And he will be back tomorrow. I believe I will also be back tomorrow for the afternoon show. Oh, this is, everything is all messed up here. Dang it, dang it, dang it. from San Francisco, California. And it is time to get on board the morning train. 
Give it time to get back in this land. Well, now, death don't give it time to get back in this land. Say it in this land. Well, here, come to house and won't stay long. Look around the room, one of your family will be gone. Now, I don't know
Chance's girlfriend came across a needle and soon she did the same. At home, there were 17 year old boys and their idea of fun is being in a gang called the Disciples High on Crack, toting a machine gun. Truly. 
he did. He did die for us. I don't remember anybody asking him to, but he was always ready to go. This is the morning train on mutinyradio.fm and .sf, and I'm your sole driver. J.D. Buell back live with you in the Mutiny Radio studio after some time away during that time. We lost our prince, and we just heard three songs from various places in his 80s career. That was the single, I Would Die For You, from the soundtrack to Purple Rain. Before that, Let's Work from the album Controversy. And we started with Sign of the Times, the uh, title selection to his masterwork, 1987. We began with the dreadful message, Death don't have no mercy in this land. The Reverend Gary Davis number recorded by Hot Tuna. And that is for certain. Here is some music that Prince was likely digging in 2002. This is the William Parker Quartet. Thank you. 
sunlight and when I squeeze her the world gets brighter and brighter what a great line that's the William Parker quartet with guest vocalist Lena Conquest the, qu- the uh, quartet is of course William Parker on bass Rob Brown on the alto sax Lewis Barnes on trumpet and Hamid Drake on the drums Lena sang Song of Hope, and we also heard the quartet giving us Hunk Papa Blues here on the morning train. We lost another great American artist while I was off in hospital, and that, of course, was Merle Haggard. This is the first Merle Haggard song I ever fell in love with, as performed by the Flying Burrito Brothers.
songs from the early 70s as covered by those doggone long-haired country rock bands. You know, no, no sooner did the man have a hit with Oki from Muskogee than his early hits were being covered by a bunch of pot-smoking West Coast hippies and doing a great job of it. Uh, he was a, a Bakersfield artist, of course, and the Bakersfield sound was instrumental in what came to be known as country rock out West here. We heard the Flying Burrito Brothers, led by Graham Parsons, doing Sing Me Back Home which was covered by The Birds also and Nashville West and a lot of the early country rock bands and The Grateful Dead popularizing Mama Tried on 1971, the album that came to be known as Skull and Roses. Merle Haggard was indeed a country original, taking that Bakersfield rough and tumble sound to the national charts and it's a shame that uh, the pop art pop audience didn't get to know him until the crossover of Oki from Muskogee but there was so much other great music he was already sharing with the world let's start this next set with the man himself live in concert doing one of his favorite things which is a Jimmy Rogers song we want to do a song that hit home for a lot of folks back in the 30s 
Uh, it was written by the late and great Jimmy Rogers. It's called No Hard Time Blues, and it goes like this right here. I got a bear of flower, Lord, I got a bucket of lard. Hey. I got a bear of flower, Lord, I got a bucket of lard. Chickens in my backyard. I got corn in my crib and cotton growing in my patch. I got corn in my crib and cotton growing in my patch. I got that old hen sitting waiting for that old hen to hatch. The orderly I'm gonna hitch up my mule and take a hold to my line. Here can't be bothered with all his old hard time. Go ahead and pick one now. Give me a corn pit, mama, Lord, if we're running around. The orderly oh, hard time. Silver wings shining in sunlight roaring engines headed somewhere in flight they're taking you away leaving me lonely silver wings slowly fading out of sight
Big bio, ready to go. Ronnie Wood here on the morning train with J.D. Buell. Another man we lost over this hardest of months was Gib Gilbo. Gib Gilbo was the author of Big Bio, a song covered by many people, including Ron Wood and Rod Stewart, the only song that both of them covered during their solo careers. Gib Gilbo was another one of those Bakersfield guys. He was part of the band known as Nashville West, which uh, three or so members of uh, became uh, the Birds as that time went on. Gib himself went on to become a Flying Burrito brother later and kept that band gigging and alive uh, well 
through the 70s and the 80s. He was also the author of a number of the early songs that those Bakersfield groups did, but Big Bio became his best known. Before that, a, another Merle Haggard number, that beautiful, beautiful version. I think that's the definitive version of Silver Wings. The group was, and occasionally still is, named The Knitters. That was John Doe of X on that lead vocal, Dave Allen on the lead guitar there. Beautiful version of Merle Haggard's Silver Wings. And we began with the man doing a Jimmy Rogers song live in, where else? Muskogee, Oklahoma. <laughs> but that was, that was Merle. So whether you are dreaming of going down the big bayou or something else here is a song now for all of you who are daydreaming
There's a song that Prince surely dug during his early years. That was the Shy Lights and their last big hit, You Don't Have to Go. The Shy Lights with Eugene Record, of course, on the lead vocal. 
Before that, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, singing a song for those of you daydreaming about getting away with somebody special. You know, while I was away, I wasn't having any sort of <laughs> experience like that. Uh, but uh, while I was in the hospital, my friend Sandra was kind enough to bring by the latest issue of The New Yorker, which happened to have a long article on Aretha Franklin, someone I've played on this program regularly. And I liked this quote from Billy Preston. I don't care what you say about Aretha, Billy Preston, who died in 2006, once said. She can be hiding out in her house in Detroit for years. She can go decades without taking a plane or flying off to Europe. She can cancel half her gigs and infuriate every producer and promoter in the country. She can sing all kinds of jive-ass songs that are beneath her. She can go into her diva act and turn off the world. But on any given night, when that lady sits down at the piano and gets her body and soul all over some righteous song, she'll scare the shit out of you. And you'll know, you'll swear, that she's still the best fucking singer this fucked up country has ever produced. And that's why we love her still, folks. Another quote supplied to the author of the, the piece um, in uh, The New Yorker was from our president, and this is what he had to say. You can hear Aretha's influence across the landscape of American music, no matter the genre, Obama wrote me. What other artist had that kind of impact? Dylan, maybe Stevie, Ray Charles, the Beatles and the Stones, but of course they're imports. The jazz giants like Armstrong. But it's a short list, and if I'm stranded on a desert island and have ten records to take, I know she's in the collection for she'll remind me of my humanity. What's essential in all of us? And she just sounds so damn good. Here's a tip. When you're DJing a party, open with Rocksteady.
from Salvador, Bahia, Brazil. That is Margaret Menezes. And the title selection, Elegibo, from her 1990 album, Margaret Menezes. Elegibo. And before that, the Queen of Soul with Rock Steady. After that little message from Obama, say what you will as the battle rages on between Hillary and Bernie, but you're never going to have another president who gives you DJ party starting tips, okay? We're going on to new music now here on The Morning Train. This is Iggy Pop. I'm gonna break into
get under your skin and the wall comes tumbling down and you finally let me in I break into your 